Hey Red Hawks, welcome back to this week's episode of United Colors of Liberty. We're your hosts, Maya Silberman and Renyu. And today we're here with Hassani Busaretti. Yeah. Okay, so to start off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, my name is Hassani. Um, I'm a sophomore um, <laughs> at Liberty, obviously. Um, I play the trombone, so I'm part of the band, and I also play an instrument outside of school, the piano. So do you want to go into music, or is it just sort of like a hobby at the moment? I think it's a hobby for now. Um, honestly, I like weirdly like singing more than playing instruments, but I do play instruments. Okay. It's weird, yeah. I feel like everyone is kind of like jealous of trombones, especially in high school, because they get to do the head chopper stuff. Oh, head choppers is so fun. I mean, it's kind of really like simple once you learn it, but it's really scary, like instruments and yeah. Have you ever gotten hurt. whacked in the head? Actually, I got whacked in the head twice. Oh, nice. And I whacked someone in the head. So it's what's, what's the process like for like learning how to do head choppers? It's like, so there's like an A and a B. And so one person goes, one person starts down and then one person starts to the left. And then you just keep going the same pattern. And then there's like variations. So like, do you learn it at like band camp? Or? No. So trombone head choppers is like its own thing. We have like practices out of school and like after rehearsals and stuff before games is head choppers like just a liberty thing or is that like something other bands do as well it's technically a everyone thing but um other schools do like different things so we do head choppers like consistently other schools do like brass ensembles so like the brass section will play like a cool movie theme or some something like that so we're in first period together yes yes we are health Um, science with coach fryer how is that it's uh (laughs) i don't know if i want to talk about that class it's uh good and bad Uh yeah it's mixed feelings i think you know what i mean yeah um he shows us some really out of context stuff stuff that we really don't need to see but we learn so yeah i think he's a pretty good teacher yeah i think him like having experience like being a paramedic is really helpful like especially in class yeah um, and I heard that you're in HOSA. I am in HOSA. What's um, like your role right now? My role? Um, right now I'm a member, but I'm applying next year, um, for like an officer position. So we'll have to see how that goes. What do you, okay. I like kind of know what you do in HOSA, but for me and any of our many, many listeners who don't know exactly what you do in HOSA, what's sort of like the point? What do you guys do? Do you guys like compete? How does it, how does it work? So, um, being in HOSA comes with a lot of things. Like, normally we have, um, like, keynote speaker events. We have, obviously, competition and then blood drives. Uh, Some of that stuff got cut short this year, but we're going to bring it back in the next, like, year or two. Um, So, like, this past year, at least, um, I competed um, at the Spring Leadership Conference. um, And then I also volunteered um, as part of the blood drive we have another one coming up in May, guys. You should sign up if you're 16 plus. Um, but it's it's a very, like, volunteer-oriented sort of, I don't want to say club. It's more of like a, it's just like a group of people that just get stuff done. Like, Liberty Hosa is very messy, to say the least. But we, we, we get by. What do you, like, compete in, if that so makes sense? So there's different events in Hosa. There's, like, uh, job interviewing skills. There's, like, uh, specific to feel. So there's, like, sports medicine, pharmacology, um, physiology, pathophysiology. Um, or there's, like, team stuff, like debate. Um, 
and you can also do like um, speeches and just individual solo events where you talk for like seven minutes and get ranked. <laughs> so I'm assuming you want to go into the medical. <laughs> I would hope so. Yes. <laughs> okay. So did you sign up to take health science too? Um, so next year I will be taking anatomy and physiology and then senior year I will apply for the health science program. Okay. What do you want to do like medicine wise? Um, I think I want to go into psychology. Okay. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. I think I'm pretty stuck on Would that. you want to do like, I know this is kind of like far-fetched thinking, but would you want to be in like a hospital like setting or would you want to have like a practice and like just psychoanalyze, not psychoanalyze people, but like give people therapy, I guess. Um, I think I want to just do clinical psychology targeted towards like younger people, mm -hmm. not even like our age, like even younger because, um, like that's where most problems start. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're developed more like in that stage. So trying to prevent mental illness guys. <laughs> okay. So speaking of children, helping people, what other activities are you involved in in Frisco? Um, so I volunteer at the Frisco library. I, um, I'm a teen volunteer. Um, I teach adults ESL. Most of them are immigrants from other countries. Um, like, it's so inspiring to just be there and help them learn English because coming to a new country as an adult and having to learn a new language is not easy. Mm -hmm. um, so the courage they show is really inspiring and it just makes my day, honestly. Yeah, how did you get started in that? Uh, so there's an application process. Um, so you have to go through it and get selected and then you can be part of either the um, ESL team or like a STEM team with kids or you just like shelve books, just the usual. Where is where is it? Like where do you teach at or like volunteer at? The Frisco Library. Oh, okay. So okay. they have like a class there? Yes, it's okay. Mondays from 6 to 8. Okay. Wow. Maybe I'll sign my grandmother up for that. It's really fun. We had, um, last time, we had four Ukrainian grandparents come in that had moved from Ukraine, like, five days prior. Uh, so they had, like, escape Ukraine, come from Poland, and they came here. They're all 70-plus, and they're here to learn English, to, like, communicate with their grandchildren, because obviously there's that communication gap yeah. now. Um, so, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Oh. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine. I was struggling to learn Spanish at my ripe no. age of like 16. So I can imagine like living your whole life speaking one language and then all of a sudden having to change everything and speak something else, yeah. especially because English is an awful language to learn. It's yeah. terrible. You don't realize how bad it is until you start like like thinking about it. It's so bad. I think it's so funny because especially like in English, like I have Mr. Volkmar and he does opening activities and half the time he's like, yeah, you can kind of just hear what's right. And I'm like, that is going to be very difficult for people who are not native English speakers because you, you have to learn how to hear what's right. Like part of the reason I know like verb tense and stuff. I didn't learn proper verb tense. I just know what sounds yeah. correct to say. Yeah, That's so. like with wherever I think probably you start speaking, whatever language you start speaking. But to learn a second language and be like, oh, I can hear it is crazy. Also like thinking in another language. Yeah, no. Like I have to, like I speak another language very, very poorly and I can kind of think in it, but, like, I've lost it. So I have to think in English and, like, translate. And then, obviously, it doesn't translate correctly. So it's a little rough. I do think the in-person, like, teaching is setting is a little bit better for especially, like, el like elderly people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because my grandma's like, hey, can you, like, sign me up for, like, an English course? And I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll just, like, get her on, like, Duolingo or something. I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, every minute, she's like, come down here. How do I do this? And I'm like, okay, I'll just sign you up for a regular class. It's fine. <laughs> very hard to learn a language yeah. online i think yeah. 
Oh, I also tutor kids, guys. I do <gasps> do that. Okay. What do you tutor children in? Um, math and English. I teach primarily third graders, weirdly. Um, yeah. I feel like third graders are like the menaces of elementary school. Oh my God. I remember when I got into third grade, it's like, instead of being like in the little kid bracket, you're in the older kid bracket. You're in third, fourth, you know, it's like kinder first, second, third, fourth, fifth. You're part of the older kid bracket. You feel so empowered and like, you're so adult. Yeah. Anyways, like that was my rude. personal. Experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. Third graders are awful. Yeah. I, I teach these two twins. They are crazy. And their dad literally doesn't want them at home. He'll ask me for four hours, five hours on a Saturday. Oh, my God. He literally, and they do so much. They are in, like, jujitsu, swimming, STEM, coding, <laughs> everything you can think of they're part of. Yeah. <laughs> their dad literally doesn't want them at home. It's so sad. Do you like kids, like, in general? They're cool until about a certain age. Like, they're great. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Um, I think kids, obviously, like, if you're below one, I don't want to deal with you. Like, you can cry, <laughs> poop, sleep, whatever you have to do with someone else. After, like, age one, one and a half to, like, three or four is a great age. <gasps> they're so cute. Because they're, like, because they're growing up, but they're not, like, they don't know anything yet, so they're not annoying. And mm-hmm. then after that, like, seven plus is, like, menace. Like, my little brother will not shut up about anything. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Oh. <laughs> I love kids. It was that sarcastic? No, I genuinely like. I want to be a camp counselor this summer. I love children. I feel like, like Rin does not so love fun. kids. No. Yeah. What do you mean, Maya? <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of United Colors of Liberty. We're your hosts, Maya Silberman and Rin Yu, and we'll see you back next week. <laughs>